0: We're in a state of confusion. Questions on your mind. Send in my and brandy. Gonna help you unwind. We're hanging out together, even though we're long. Pass it on over. Sorry, we're stoned.
1: I feel great.
2: (laughs) Must be nice. Here's the problem. When you're given a shot, I just feel that it's very rude to turn it down. (laughs) It is because I turn them down often and people act like I have just committed the worst crime on the face of the earth.
1: (laughs) Okay, so we're jumping right in. Jumping right in. (laughs) You know what? I, I literally... I've smoked a little too much weed Oh, the last few days. So I'm going to take a little break after, to after you our... are. I mean, like when I say break, I don't mean cold Turkey. <laughs> You're just gonna mean, cut back. I like, I'm going to cut back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I need to. Okay. Not for any reason just to know that I can. Yeah. Even though it will be uncomfortable and I won't like it mm-hmm. because especially when you get here, I feel like you love to sit out on your porch and smoke. More than anything in the world. Yeah, yeah. I'm so much better stoned. I just am. <laughs> like I, I, I don't even know how to explain it. But like, I function so much better high, and I wouldn't even care about taking a break if I didn't worry somewhat about my lungs. Oh, do you? That's the only thing. Is like I've spoken to doctors about mm-hmm. this, and I actually have a doctor that's my internist that is also a cardiologist. Because I stress about my health so much that I do stress about it, that my two most trusted doctors who are both so conservative, mm-hmm. like when it comes to, I would have b- thought both of them would be like, absolutely not. You should not do that. Now I have had one doctor tell me, tell me that, but she was also a vocal cord surgeon for singers. So I feel like, but my doctors say like, it would be different if I was smoking cigarettes, number one. Well, Yeah. But number two, that I don't ever smoke, like I may smoke an entire joint in a day, Mm -hmm. but I, but usually not like I'll light a joint, take a couple hits, then I'll go for a long time. Then I'll take a couple more hits. Like that's usually what it is, but I never really smoke an entire joint in a day. Yeah. And I like, I just feel like that if I ever exceeded that, that it might get crazy, but I still like to take breaks. Gotcha. I think that's good. Yeah. I think that's good. But I'm just so much more creative yeah. and attentive when I mm. smoke. It's so
2: funny to me because weed just has such different effects on on everyone. It's just because you're, you're right. Like, I've witnessed that effect for you. But then I have so many friends that smoke weed and they just want to, like, melt into the couch for days on end and do nothing. And
1: it's just so funny. Smoking weed does not even do that to me at all. That's nuts. Like, not at all. Like, it is the total opposite for me. They're like, every now and then it'll hit me like that. And I actually don't like that. Like, I don't want to go get in bed and lay around. I hate that feeling and feeling Mm -hmm. groggy. If that was that for me, I just wouldn't smoke. But it's not. It's the total, like, I'll get up, I garden, it's my best work. Like, if, if we're hanging out, like, if I'm not smoking weed, like, what if I'm hanging out with friends like I was today? in my mind, I'm still thinking, oh my gosh, I got to get ready to leave. I got to, I got to pack. I got to do this. But if I smoke weed and I talk to somebody like it, I'm just so engaged and like I'm all in. That's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Here for it. Which also I think makes like, I guess that's people, why people drink wine too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You
2: know, drinking like loosens you up, makes you more talkative, makes you more like tolerable I think of like social situations that otherwise wouldn't be I mean at least for me that's why I'm that's why I was taking shots of tequila at the club last night you know also because I just I I hate being rude and people just get really offended (laughs) when you don't take the shot (laughs) at the club well yesterday was national tequila day I'll have you know who made that up I don't I'm not sure but I saw it pop up somewhere and we were all like national tequila day let's go get tacos and tequila. And like the whole night was about tequila. And somebody brought us a bottle of apparently Michael Jordan has his own tequila. And we took a shot of that tequila. And then someone brought another tequila. And when I was like, no, no, I'm good. It's they're like, what? You're what? Like people don't understand the concept of not taking the shot when it's handed to you. They, they look at you like something's wrong with you or them or, or both. And it's just a horrible feeling. So God, I just kept taking them last night sounds and terrible. Um, that's um, why you're on um, um, you feel bad. I know. Drinking's the worst. The dogs are just, can you hear them? I can't. It's Astra playing with a toy. Speaking of Astra, not to pivot, but so I, I remember telling the stoners and everybody on Instagram, um, you know, that I DNA tested the dogs not long ago. And something that's so cool about when you do that, I don't know if anybody out there has done, done the DNA test, but I used Embark. And it was a breed breed and health test or whatnot. And what's so cool is like every now and then they'll email me and they'll say, hey, we found two new dogs that look like Happy and At- or Astra. Like those are the two I always get. Uh, and it's so cool because you can click on it and you can see dogs all over the country that have the same DNA as yours. And I don't know like... This is, seems crazy to me. And you can click on it, and it says, like, for these two that are related to Astra, it says, like, 17% shared DNA, and it says close family as related as a human's first cousin. Isn't that that's pretty close? That is so cool. It's so cool. And, and so does this it show pictures? Is, yeah, I need to put photos of Astra on her profile because I haven't. But, like, this dog's name is Jade, and it even says that she – like that she was adopted in Denver, so I wonder if it was part of her litter or something. I don't know. Can I see a picture? Astra is cuter, uh. but yeah, well, does she slide. look like
1: Astra? But a little. This one's got blue eyes. Can you see? Oh wow, crazy, yeah. huh? Yeah, it's really crazy. And it, but
2: it also says. So remember, I was. I think I told you about the wolfiness percentage yeah. that they, they give you. Astra's is way higher. These two dogs, theirs is two percent, and Astra's is six, which is
1: very high. Wow. That just is so actually crazy. has wolf in, in
2: her Um, it's not the, it's not an exact percentage of wolf, but it's a percentage of wolf ancestry in your dog's DNA. And it says that two percent is high is considered high. and Astra's is six. Is not that nuts?
1: That's crazy, But anyway, it's
2: just very cool. I need to go explore happys because I got some for him, too. but it's so cool to see. Dogs that are, I guess, related to your dog. It's nuts.
1: That is so cute. I love and just that. just think about
2: this. Think about, like, if everyone that had dogs did this test and got put into the database, like, think about how many more relatives you'd find
1: or whatever. I just think I it's know. a big fan. I think it's amazing. Should you do Samuel L.? <laughs> I feel like, yeah. I'm sitting here looking at beans. <laughs> a Bean. Even though we <laughs> love to call her beans. So, Sean, my friend that is dating my friend Dave, uh-huh. I'm obsessed with her. And oh. we are going to do some girl <laughs> things, her are not together. Okay. See, the reason that we're friends is she is also an 80s chick in, like, oh. such a massive way. So, her dad was in the band Steppenwolf. Born to be one. Oh. Yeah. Never knew that band's name, but yeah. So the crazy part about that is, is, like... You all, like, had a little bit of normality growing up. Like, I think she was fully in, like, a rock and roll household in, like, the 70s when she was growing up. I mean, like, Wolf was huge. They lived in L.A. Like, she's an L.A. kid. I mean, she grew up on tour buses and going to watch her dad in clubs and stuff. So, it was, like, a very, you know, I guess it's just, like. She, she, everything about her reminds me of stuff I love. She's amazing, but anyway, she also is a dog trainer, and she oh. she trains dogs and she's also a huge animal activist. And mm-hmm. she says, yes, maybe a little chihuahua, but that she sees a lot of dotson uh, <laughs> and she said there's definitely some pit in there. And she said,. What? And she said most dogs in L.A. have some pit in them. I mean, I could see that. Yeah. Why don't we DNA test Bean? We have to. I think you should do Sammy, too. I'll, I'll do Sammy, too. But honestly, Bean's is hilarious. She was like, her feet are so, like... And she goes, the way she stands, she's definitely going to get arthritis because she stands so weird. I know. Um, but, yeah, I, if I was going to DNA even just one of the dogs, it would be Bean. I would yeah, love to know what she is. Okay. Can we really just start talking about some off limits? Love to. Okay. Again, we are going to talk Bachelor. Bachelorette. Did you so, watch it? Oh yeah. I actually was thinking this week was Hometowns, which uh-huh. it's obviously not. And so it, I was like really kind of disappointed when I found out it was like the guys tell all. Uh-huh. But honestly, I really liked it. I thought it was the best men tell all I've seen in a while. Okay. It was amazing. I've never seen a men, men tell all, I don't think, before. Oh, you know, I did with, on uh, Matt season. Because uh, that's the only se- other oh, season I've ever well, seen. Well, that's the worst one you could have watched. It was not good. No, it was terrible. But this one, I think, was really good. But first of all, I want to just, like, I thought Caitlyn and Tasha's dresses were amazing. Everything. Taisha is stunning. It's ridiculous. I just did her
2: podcast last week. She was so nice, by the way. And... She just like, even just sitting, I think she was like sitting in bed with her glasses on or whatever. She was stunning. So sweet. And it's funny because, you know, she's hosted the Katie's whole season, her and Caitlin, and you just don't see much of them, but seeing her talk and host the men Tell all, I
1: was like, girl, you are good at this. Like, I think Taysha might need to be the new host. She's amazing. She's really good. I love everything about her. I really do. Mm -hmm. So let let's let's break this one down, though. We're gonna break down this week's Bachelorette. So turn us off for a minute if if you don't want to hear about it. Number one, first of all, the way it started and Michael leaves. What? I know. I was not ready for that. (sighs) You know what? Like, I kind of felt like as soon as we saw him and like, you could tell, like, as soon as you saw him, he was not okay. Uh Uh-huh. I just have to say, like, I think for a fact, like he was so in love with her.
2: I know. I
1: have chill bumps. Like, I really have chill bumps, my whole body. And the fact that he made the decision to leave for his son after what his son had been through, like, he was never my my pick he just mm-hmm. like not my type but but everything about him I fell in love with in that moment the fact that he did that for his child was everything I know and I will have to say okay we're going to talk about that so he chose to leave because his son said why don't you want to see me anymore why don't you want to be with me anymore he know okay, he
2: said he said are you not coming back because you don't want to see me
1: that is the saddest thing ever and knowing that so his sad. mom had passed away thank goodness, Michael was not like some of these other douchebags and he literally got his priorities and said, I have to go be with my son. Yeah. And you know what? Like she her reaction, yes, it was sad. And well, I thought we would be together at the end. We could be, I don't know if I believe that. I don't think she was choosing him in the end. Cause I don't think she was gonna go live in like Missouri, Ohio. And, <laughs> Ohio, be a mom <laughs> and like just be married to a normal guy. I don't yeah. see her doing that now. But Honestly, what a jewel. I do think he'll find love because of this show, because I think it showed every girl out there, you know, who he really is, which is uh-huh. phenomenal. Uh-huh. And then when he faced her, when Katie came out and faced her and they said to him, you know, they said to Katie, like, he's visibly still upset and he still feel, has feelings for you. And if you said, and he didn't even say that, it kind of annoyed me that they threw him under the bus like that. That's what the bachelor said. I was gonna think think they should have said, if she doesn't find love, if Mm -hmm. there's not an engagement in in the end, could there be a second chance? Mm -hmm. But which is what I think he was meaning. Yeah, but then I thought her answer was pretty crappy. Well, I thought she was like super hard to read
2: during this mental. Like when she came out, she was just stone cold. What like, was that? I don't know, it was weird. Like I get not wanting obviously we have two more episodes left. Like I get not wanting to give anything away, but I mean she was like heartless during the mental I mean, heartless cold. Even with Andrew, I you know, who she had oh, such an emotional my. breakup with, I was like I was like, "Girl, you can show a little emotion. Like I, even it, if you're happy right now, you can still like be sad, you know, about what how that went down." Like I think that's the normal. Sh-
1: the show's over, right? And she's already chose whoever. Yeah. Okay. So Okay. Yes, because like for me, I mean, it was just like that's the thing—just ice cold to everybody, yeah. and kind of aggressive in some ways. A little and bit, yeah. I don't know. Like I was just like, I'm not sure. Like this is a different Katie from what I've been seeing. Yeah, it was and, definitely
2: hard to to get a read on her and what and how this is gonna end for her.
1: I honestly thought Michael was shook when she said what she did. A little bit, like, yeah. Kind of laughed and like, but, but I think it like was like, oh wow, like, yeah, I laughed and like, she just freaking didn't like, it was like, she never cared about him at all in some ways. Uh-huh. Nope. I stand by my decision. You know, it was like, I had to move on. I'm not living in the past. Yeah. I, oh, okay. Well, but anyway, so I felt so sad for him and I just loved him so much. All right, guys, we want to give
2: a quick shout out to one of our favorite sponsors, Nutriful. $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrifull.com and enter the promo code STONED.
1: Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrifull.com spelled N U T R A F O L.com promo code STONED. That's neutrafall.com promo code STONED.
2: Sends like clean tangerine, lavender sage, which is my favorite, and they also have toasted coconut.
1: And the great thing is, is you can use Lumi all over your entire body. So when you travel, it's so much easier just to have one product.
2: Plus, they also have deodorant wipes, which are super clutch, especially if you're on like the red eye or an
0: overnight flight. And they also have body wash, which is really cute, and it comes in a mini travel size as well.
2: Lumi offers a starter pack that's perfect for new customers, and as a special offer for our listeners. All new customers get 15% off Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack,
1: that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code STONED for 15% off your first purchase of LumiDeodorant.com. That's code STONED at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T dot com. So this is one of my Totally. Plus, they are
2: precision crafted plant based packs that are entirely food safe so they can be used with any
0: of your cannabis products.
2: Integra offers an array of sizes and relative humidity levels for storing flour, pre-rolls, gummies, blunt wraps and so much more.
1: For more information, check them out at www.integraboost.com or at Integra Herbal on Instagram. Use code SWS at checkout for 15% off of your next online purchase at www.integraboost.com. Also, like them arguing the guys, it was like, who was it? It was, um, who was arguing in the beginning? Well, it was, I can't even remember the guy's name. Carl. 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 And they were just going at it. And then was it Trey, who I've Trey I always loved? Brendan
2: yes. with the hair, the Canadian guy. He was very argumentative. Oh, which yeah, him too. He barely spoke the whole season. And now all of a sudden, he's like, I thought they were going
1: to come to blows. Oh, I mean, I wouldn't have been shocked. I mean, it was getting tense. But anyway, it was so ridiculous. But Andrew, like the fact that she sent Andrew home is insane to me. I know. I I really want him to be the bachelor. I really want him to be the bachelor too. And here's what I think. If she would have chosen Justin, Andrew, Greg, and Blake. Yeah. I just feel like those guys were like so solid. Uh Uh-huh. And hopefully she realizes friggin' Blake, player- going to be the bachelor. Trying so, be- so Tasha
2: could have been trying to throw me, but I kind of said this
1: last week on her podcast. I was
2: like, I'm sorry, Blake is not ready to settle down. Like he's got one foot out the door. And she was like, really? You think so? Like she was acting like I was crazy for thinking that, but I'm like, girl, are you trying to throw me right now? Like, you trying to shake my uh my my predictions because I'm right or am I just totally off base? But yeah, Taysha was like shook that I thought that about Blake.
1: Oh, I think so too. I know. I think so too. I hope she ends up with Greg. That's what I really hope. I really like him. Uh, but I don't know love him. So I'm just I'm they're doing
2: a good job of keeping you on the on the edge of your seat this season with all the teasers because I do think some shit's gonna go down and I just don't really know what to expect.
1: Mm-hmm. So i don't know her attitude was so crazy i'm like did she find someone and she's just so happy she didn't give two craps about these that guys might be. or did she not find love and she's just pissed? i know yeah i don't know me either We're, we'll so, find out in two short weeks <laughs> absolutely and so oh and then how cute that they showed jason and caitlin the cutest i mean just the cutest and he was so gushy Jason's like that. Oh my God. I'm like such a little gushy, mushy guy. Yes.
2: And Caitlyn loves it.
1: Loves it. So and it's sweet. so,
2: it's so interesting to me because Sean was so the complete opposite. Her ex. Like wow. it's, it's interesting for me because I, I know them both and I've like seen her with them both. And man, like Jason just could not be more different. And he is such a good match for KB. Like it's insane. But I loved watching that proposal. and. Like when, and I, it's funny, I remember when she was going to do that podcast because she was in Seattle, Olivia lived there at the time. So Olivia was going to do it with her. And she, Caitlin was still like, just, you know, really having a hard time with this breakup with Sean. And she just like, wasn't in the best place And th- knowing now, like, you know, she probably w- w- was going into that, like not having the best day, having no expectations, really just another podcast. And then to walk out of it, having met like her future husband is crazy. And to Wait, see them now is a podcast. Her pod, So she does it, you know, off the vine is her podcast. So Uh she was in Seattle. I don't know why she was, she was visiting or something. And because she has to podcast every week, she like hit up Olivia to be on her podcast. And because Jason lived there they asked him to be the guest that week because he had just come off back to conference season. And, and now, and like what I loved when he said, like, you know, when I went into that podcast, like I had no idea I'd meet my best friend. Oh and my I, gosh, I, I so like cute. got teary.
1: It was so sweet. It was crazy. Yeah. It was so, so was it love at first thought for them? I think so. I think wow. so. Like Caitlin kind of, I remember
2: Caitlin leaving that podcast and like saying like, Oh my God. Cause I had already met Jason and she was like, you didn't tell me Jason was so hot. And I was like, oh, like, yeah, he's good looking. But you know, like Jason's not really not really my type, but like all those dudes are good looking. So I yeah. was like, I was like, Yeah, he's good looking and guy, super nice. Like she was like, Well, you didn't tell me all that. And she did leave there thinking like he was so cute and so nice. So
1: that's how it was for me and your dad. Oh boy. It was love at first sight. We oh, met boy. we talked and we've been together ever since. Wow. I just knew he was. Farf. Mm -hmm. anyway and true story and I really do just believe in love at first sight because mammy and my dad guys Uh this is nuts they met on a Monday and got married on a Friday at a gas station by the justice of the peace and were married for 30 years and would still be married without a doubt my dad passed away when I was 20 from throat cancer it was horrible but they were so in love like my parents like. I talk about all the time. Like I just had the most magical childhood and it was because my mom and dad were so freaking in love. Like I just, they just did. They loved each other. And I never, ever like remember arguments at all, or I don't know, just like they had such an amazing marriage and again, met on Monday. She was uh, my dad's mom's nurse. And my dad walked straight up to her and they started talking. He said, I am not leaving here for Kentucky or to back to Ashland without you. And she laughed. And he didn't. That's insane. Friday she packed her bags. That is insane. I love it. It's my favorite.
2: I know. It's
1: crazy. She got though. married at a gas station.
2: Because now if, if like if Kirsten came up to me <laughs> and said, I'm packing my bags and gonna go marry This guy she's seeing. I'd be like, are you kidding me? No,
1: you're not.
2: I would like literally put her in a jail cell before I'd let her do that.
1: My grandma was not having it and not happy. (laughs) She could not stand my dad until the day she died. Why? She just could never get over that mom left with him. Yeah. That is insane. Yeah, it was crazy. Wow. I did not know that. So, but Mammy, yes, she had a like wonderful, I mean, they were just amazing. So I do believe in that and good for Caitlin. I'm so happy for her. Super happy for her. Yeah. yeah.
2: It's funny. Like I, I want to know more about life for Tayshia
1: and Zach, not post show. Like well,
2: they're I, so like, they're so I, like I
1: chill. i followed them on Instagram and they are so freaking cute. I can't deal.
2: Yeah. But I want to know like, what are they doing? Where are
1: they living? Like, wh- I don't know. Like I need more Tayshia and Zach in my life. I feel yeah. I'm obsessed with them and i Right. They get married because they are just like the dreamiest couple. They're so cute. I know. He is so freaking cute. I I love the way he dresses. You know what? Every guy out there just (laughs) needs to look and see how Zach dresses and that's how you should dress. Oh my gosh. I love his jeans. He always has on cute tennis shoes. He's usually got on a plain black or gray t-shirt or white Simple, simple perfection.
2: I'm going to have to go stock
1: because I don't know. Um, but
2: Tasha's uh, style is amazing too. Like she always looks amazing. It's no, it's, they're such a cute
1: couple. I'm obsessed with them. Oh, I just saw, isn't there getting ready? Isn't Love is Blonde coming back? Oh, I think it is coming back soon. But you know what's about to premiere
2: yes. is that F Boy Island show on HBO, and there, um, it's it was done by one of the Bachelor producers and one of the Love Is Blind producers, so it should be good.
1: You mean all my friends that made that show? I know the producers. You I work with them. Yes, and then also the guy that did like the first thirty seasons of The Bachelor. That is now doing this show and brought on the Love is Blonde people to, to do the show. It's like this whole kind of group of cool people that I've met. I mean, it sounds ridiculous for somebody. You me. might love it. You think? If you like Love is
0: Blind.
1: But Love is Blonde. You know what? Like, even though there were moments of like the dumb stuff, the arguing and the girls and all that stuff. The one thing that I did like is there was depth in the beginning in some ways where it wasn't all about the way you looked and it was like getting to know someone on a deeper level, which I really loved. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's why I loved that show, that it wasn't just all, I mean, it ended up being drama, but there was more to it, I think. Mm-hmm. And it didn't I see that they're getting actually ready to re-air something, like the two-year anniversary or something showing? Oh, I don't know. Are I they? Think, I think some. so, where they're showing, like, what's the girl's name that I loved? Amber? Yeah. Oh, Amber, yeah. But I liked uh, Lauren. And they're still together. And so mm-hmm. I think if they're on, and what's the guy's name that was with Amber? Oh, gosh. I'm just I'm I loved, blanking. They were good. Barnett, Barnett, Barnett. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so good. I, I really hope they do a two year of that. Yeah, that would be really good. That was a good that. one. What else? You been watching anything else? You know what I've been hearing so much about that I have not watched, but I'm gonna start it tonight. Is Killing Eve. I've never seen that. Me either. And it's supposed to be incredible. Oh, uh-huh, okay. I haven't seen that. You know what? I've been
2: trying to get into the new Gossip Girl, and it's awful. I just can't. <laughs> Oh, I know. I tried really hard to make it through the second episode and I just just couldn't watch it. I was like getting up, leaving the room, not pausing. Like it just did not hold my attention. So bummed about that. Other than that, I'm really not watching anything new. But on my radar is, uh, did you ever watch the surf, the surfer show? What's it called? Uh, Outer Banks. Yeah. Outer Banks. It's about to come back for season two. Yeah. Uh, yep. Charles Esten's in it.
1: I mean, it wasn't the greatest acting <gasps> of so on. I loved it. But it was cute. It was yes. good. So I'm excited for that to come back. What all happens right. in the first episode? Like, what's the premise of the Outer Banks? Of of the outer group? Banks? I remember, um, like, the it's group- the
2: cute, the young, cute guy with the long hair. His dad is, like, MIA. And everyone's, like, doesn't know if he's dead or not. But he, like, left some treasure map or something. And they're, like, That's looking right. for this treasure. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then it's all about these kids' lives and how yeah. they intertwine and all that. Uh, yes, I do remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah. For some reason, I think I watched them around the same time. I still really liked that show I watched called I what's that called? I really loved it. Um, I thought it started with an M like uh, M mythomania? mythomania. Yes. That's Was it, it called? Mythomaniac. Okay. Anyway,
2: oh, you know what I tried just I well I hate to say tried I'm I'm still giving it a go. I just downloaded Disney Plus. I haven't had that yet, mm-hmm. and trying to get into Loki because everyone says it's amazing. What's that? Uh, Loki's an Avenger. So um, so Disney Plus is doing all these Avenger spinoff shows. Got it.
1: And he's got his own series, and it is good. I just I need to get into it. Okay, so Outer Banks is coming back, but the one I'm waiting on, I cannot wait. Cannot wait until Succession comes back.
2: I've got
1: to get into that.
2: Because everyone oh. loves it.
1: And I don't know why I don't. It's. You know what? It honestly took six episodes to get in. Oh, so fully many. that it really did. It probably took six. And then once you're in. That last part of that first season. And the second season. is like It is so unbelievably good. You cannot take it. I love it. And there's something about it. That, well, because I think a lot of the reasons you love Yellowstone is why you'll like this one. Okay. I mean, because Yellowstone does, you know, have that Western feel and all that. It doesn't have that, but it's about a family business. Okay. And all the, you know, issues that come with that and the competition between siblings. And it's just, it's so good.
2: Okay. I'll give it a go. Awesome. Well, that's the longest off-limits segment we've ever
1: done. I know. We had to. It was just like we had so much to talk about. (laughs) So much. I'm serious. All right,
0: Stoners, we want to give a quick shout-out to one of our podcast sponsors. Here she freaking goes. Mother, we need to tell the Stoners about mood. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Just go to hellomood.com and use promo code SWS. That's hellomood.com code SWS for 20% off your order and a free THCA pre roll. Cute. Okay,
2: so should we get into, we didn't do Dear MT last week because we had the shrink chicks on and they were so great that we ended up talking to them the whole episode. I know. Okay, let's do
0: some. Okay, let's see what we got here. Hi, my name's Christine. I'm from Salem, Oregon. Okay, so I have two questions, one for Brandy, one for Tish. Okay, so my question for Brandy is, what got you into DJing? Um, How did you start, and was it hard to learn and pick up? So that's my question for Brandy, and then my question for Tish is... Any interior design styles that are in right now that you feel like are not going to last or that are, like, going out of style pretty quickly. I'd love to hear you guys' feedback, and I hope you guys have a good rest of your day. Sorry, I'm not shown. I have to work at 8 a.m., so. Okay,
1: yeah. Anyways, (laughs) bye guys. I would give anything for that energy right now. Me too. But actually, <laughs> I love both these questions. So you go first.
2: Okay. Well, so she asked um, how I started DJing. And some people know, some people don't, that I was in a band for a really long time. My early 20s seems so long ago. And I did the band thing for a while, was signed to Interscope Records and you know, toured, made the album, did all the things. And unfortunately, the band ended. And I just didn't really know what I wanted to do. I was a little bit burnt out on music. So I started a fashion blog. It was kind of when that, that all really took off. Um, and fashion blogs were becoming a thing. And so with, with, with working as a blogger and like in, in fashion, you go to all these events and I was going to all these really cool brand events. And I started seeing girl DJs at all the brand events. And I was like, wait, that's what I want to be doing. I don't want to be sitting here smoozing, like having to to talk to people I don't know and like chit chat. I'd rather be playing music and like getting to hear the music I want to hear and be getting paid to do it. And it was just like, it just clicked for me. Like what a cool job. So I had a friend at the time, um, a guy that was a DJ. And I just asked him, I was like, hey, would you mind just showing me like what software you use and kind of giving me like a crash course and just like how to use the software? Because that was the part that I, I, you know, I wasn't familiar with. Like, I'm really bad with computers. I'm not good with technology. Like, the music side, sure. But, you know, learning this computer stuff was was daunting. So he just came over. He gave me one quick lesson and just kind of showed me, like, the ins and outs of it. And honestly, I just learned as I went. Mom, I don't know if you remember, but, like, my first, like, test run was Noah's birthday party at Beecher's Madhouse.
1: Yes. And Do you were amazing. <laughs>
2: I do remember somebody at that venue being saying something like, "Oh my god, like you were so good! How long have you been doing this?" And I literally was like, "Oh, since today." <laughs> so I don't know. Like, I'll my biggest piece of advice for anybody that wants to learn something is just get out there and do it because that's the best way to learn.
1: Okay, first of all, let's talk about the fact that Noah had her was that sixteen? <laughs> I think so. Sixteenth birthday at okay. Beecher's Madhouse, American Horror. Story themed, yeah,
2: it really was interesting.
1: Very interesting. That was a fun party, it was so much fun. It really was so much fun. I know it was a good one, but anyway, that's how I got started. Yeah, I remember it was so cool, and I remember thinking, Oh, she's good. (laughs)
2: That's so
1: funny. I'm I'm so much better now. That's speaking of good. I'm gonna just say this one thing and then I'll answer the question. So, today, when you all are listening to this, tonight is the Lollapalooza. And when I tell you guys, you're going to freak when you see Molly's set, when you hear the set and like, hopefully there's some of you guys that are going to get to go, but like the people that are there are in for such a treat. It is just banger after banger after banger. And it is so good. I can't even describe it. I can't wait. Yeah. Really, really like it's kind of insane. Wow. Wow. All right. So yeah. So then I'm going to answer the question about things that you feel like that are going out of style pretty quick. Here's what I've learned. It's the one thing I've learned in design is never go in like everything just that I'm loving right now. Like I'm kind of not going with any trend, like any type of a trend or whatever. I just, I love everything feeling eclectic. Like I can have something super modern. I could have a modern farmhouse with some per, something mid-century. Like I really love mixing things up, you know, with within a certain way. But like what I have, what I'm so overseeing, and I love boho more than anyone. But like I do feel like there's this very fine line of boho chic now. Yeah. And like when you think boho, now I'm thinking more like maybe more just white and some, but like. Moroccan boho and all that is just like it's so overdone and I'm just so over that look so I feel like that that's really kind of going away I think there's a way to do boho chic because I feel like boho is that bohemian bob and it's just like free and you know just like dreamy and I don't know I think that there's a way to do that still without having all the printed Moroccan and you know it's just I feel like we've pulled it back a lot to being a little more chic. Yeah, I agree. Like if I see, like I still have one in my guest house, you know, like the normal creamy Moroccan rug with the brown diamonds, you know what I mean? Like that. Mm -hmm. It's just like everybody was doing it and it was just so overdone that I feel like it's just kind of over now. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Even though I still love it.
1: Yeah. I do too.
0: Hi, Christian Brandy. My name is Macy. My question is for Tish. I just wanted to know if she had any tips on raising kids to be close. I have two daughters and we're thinking about having more. And, you know, I don't come from a super close family. You know, we don't talk every day or even holidays sometimes. So I was just wondering if Tish had any advice or even Brandy, like how you stay close with Miley and Noah. And, you know, Brayson and everyone that is traveling for
1: work and stuff. So, sorry I'm Stone. Love the pod. Thanks, guys. Bye. Good question. It is really good. And I think, I think, like, honestly, the reason everyone in our family is so close is like when all the kids were young, like, we lived so far out from everything. Mm-hmm. And they really there really weren't other kids to play with or, you know, you couldn't walk to the neighbor's house. And so for most of their childhood, really, they only played with each other. It was, you know, besides school and before school and stuff. I mean, really, you guys kind of just had each other. Yeah. And so we always kind of lived, you know, kind of out like that. And so I think that bond was just formed in that way and you know like my mom lived on property and like it was all of us and like Billy Ray's mom was always around and like our family was just kind of always together and then you know Trace went on the road at 17 Brandy went on the road with Frank and Daryl and they were older but I don't know there I think it was the bond from being so young and kind of just having each other that really kind of cemented that bond so I get you know some people aren't as you know, close families, I think it's really hard to stay close, and I think that you have to really put forth the effort. Yeah, you, think, you know,
2: for sure. I mean, now that I'm older. I would say even just, like, the effort of, like, shooting everybody a text, you know, and just keep it – like, it's not – like you guys don't have to, like, call on the phone and talk for hours to keep communication going. Like, even if it's just, like, a text here and there. Like, like Miley and I like to um, – like, I always like to, like, send her things on Instagram that I – like, animals specifically. I'll be like, we need this for the farm. We need this for the farm. And we're constantly being like, how do we swoop this? So just, like, even if it's sending funny videos or something um to your siblings, I think just to, like – you know, keep the line of communication open, helps keep everybody connected. Obviously we utilize FaceTime quite a bit in this family now that FaceTime is a thing. So that's been nice. But I think eventually you kind of just get to a point, which I love where even if you go a while without seeing each other, you just pick right up where you left off. And even, even outside of the family, I think those types of friendships are the friendships I value the most. Um, And it's almost like they feel like family because you can go forever without seeing somebody and then you just pick right back up and. And there's, like, an understanding there and, like, a love and appreciation and respect when um, when you can maintain, like, a relationship that way, I think. So, I don't know. That's my advice, I guess. Just make the
1: other make the other people know that you're thinking about them when you can. Yeah. I think that's the number one thing is just, like, I think it just takes a little effort. And it, that effort is always so worth it because I think family is truly everything. Yeah.
0: Hi, Tish and Brandy. This is Gabby from Michigan. Um, I just first have to say I am literally obsessed with you guys and your family. You'd be so shocked at how similar our families are. Um, My question is for Ha Design. Yes, Tish, I literally live (laughs) to hear you say that. Um, But I am planning on ripping out the disgusting ass carpet in my house. And I have my house is all one floor and it's all pretty open. So my question is, what do you suggest? for me to do the flooring in the kitchen and then the rest of the house. So I'm assuming it would be weird to do it all one floor. Um, and I've also kind of gone on a budget. I'm only 25. So
1: any advice would be awesome. And thank you so much. Love you. Bye. Wait, what was her question? She's ripping out the carpet. She wants to rip out all the gross carpet in her house. And she was
2: saying she's on a budget because she's only 25 uh, and wants to know what flooring to do in the kitchen and the rest of the house. And in her in her message, she said that she thought it might be weird to do the same floor throughout the whole thing. But I actually don't like in your house, you have hardwood in your kitchen. So I actually think they're most cost effective and best option.
1: Absolutely. I was going to say, I actually love how my, like, first of all, I don't know how many square feet she said it was, but your house will also feel bigger if the floors are cohesive, like the kitchen on into like a sitting room or something. Like I I really did that. I even did hardwood, which is, you know, you have to be careful. I even did hardwood in my primary bathroom and I love it. And I usually love tile, but I usually love cement tile and it is such a pain. Because if you put cement tile on the floor, like it gets dirty and stained. And as much as people say it comes off, it does not. If it's on a white or a light gray tile, like it can never stay completely clean and drives me crazy. Yeah, I agree. But But yeah, yeah, I love a good. And you know what? Nowadays, I love it because you can get laminate that looks like hardwood. We've talked about this and it looks amazing. And I I just did some. Cause we're really doing my trailer and like, I am obsessed with the flooring and it is all laminate. It was like a dollar per square foot or something ridiculous. And it looks amazing. Yeah. You can't scratch it. No water damage. Like it's amazing. Love it. and, they, and now they come in so many amazing colors too. So, oh, but you know what? I'm kind of over. And I know a lot of people have did, done this recently because it was so trendy is I'm so over the gray floors. Oh, the gray hardwoods. It just is so cold to me.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But I could see it.
1: Yeah. I like a warmer tone. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I feel I'm, you. I would stick like a like a light, like a white oak. It's my favorite. Yeah. I like lighter floors these days. Even a medium, really pretty wood tone. But I'm really loving white oak right now. That's what I did in my house. And it's so, it just makes it feel so much brighter. I know. So my Um, biggest pet peeve is hardwoods that have a reddish tint. Cannot hate. hate Me too. (laughs) Yeah, I just love a very neutral wood. Mm -hmm. Me too. All right. Let's do – we have one more high design
0: question. Hi, guys. um, This is Anna. I have a question about putting in a little home office into my house. So right now I have what's a bedroom. My roommate is moving out and my boyfriend is moving in. So we won't use it as a bedroom, but um, I want to like put a couch in there maybe and like a desk for um, both of us to work. Obviously not at the same time, but also I want my boyfriend to be able to like put all his video game stuff in there because I do not want that in my living room. So Brandy, I will DM you a picture of the bedroom on Instagram right now. Um, Obviously it's full of bedroom furniture, but
1: any advice you have would be great. Thank you so much. Have a good one. She's wanting to turn it into an office, but with a couch. I actually love that. My friend Juliana just did that in her office. She has a second bedroom in her apartment and just did a a small desk and a couch in there. And it's really cute. I'm just wondering, like, if you guys could possibly be working from home again, if COVID gets as bad as we thought. Instead of the couch, will you need two desks? like one on each wall or like an L shape, just a thought because I feel like that is possible. So I like that, when the desks face each other. I love that. You, you know, I love a good setup like that. Uh huh. Um, But anyway, if you don't need two desks, I think a, putting a couch in there is really cute. And if you can afford a pull out couch, then it can also serve as a guest room. I wish we could find your picture. You could DM it again. We cannot find it. Po- but the best thing to do is post it in the Facebook group. That would be great. Yes. In in the, the the, sorry,
2: we're stoned and That would out. be
1: amazing. But again, if you don't need both two desks, then I think doing a couch is just so cute. Yeah, I agree. I love that. I love a little home office. I do too. Obviously. I just feel like if you don't have a home office and you just try to work from anywhere, which is a lot of times what I'll do, you're just so distracted. I like, know. It, like you're completely distracted.
2: There's something but, about sitting at my desk that's like very motivating. Well, it's like
1: because you said that you only... Here's the the triggers that we talk about is that when you sit at your desk, you only use that desk to work. And so it's like, okay, I'm at the desk. It's time to work. Yeah. But like if I'm doing it at the kitchen counter, like I do a million different things here. And uh-huh. so you just get completely distracted. I know. Um, so I do love a home office too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, um, let me see if I have any baked goods.
2: That's what I was wondering if you did have any baked goods.
1: I actually do have some really good ones, I think. Oh, great.
2: I think the only thing I bought on Amazon this week was, what's it called? Damprid.
1: <laughs> <ice ball bath. laughs>
2: I got it to put in my tack trunk at the barn because all my stuff's getting musty and moldy because it's so freaking humid outside. And I saw somebody posted um, a little like hack is to put the damp rid in your tack trunk and it soaks up the moisture so your stuff doesn't get moldy.
1: Well, that is wonderful. Genius. Completely genius. <laughs> um. So, the one thing I did buy that, so I'm, of course, in the middle of a redo of my living room. Of course you are. And so, last year for Christmas, I had done a lot to my house, but I just have been dying to make over my fireplace in my living room. And... It had been done like 10 years ago, but then I had painted it because I was over it. So I painted it white, which never really looked like I didn't love it. So it was the one thing like that just bugged me in my house. And so that's what Molly got me for Christmas last year. And then I could not make a freaking decision because it's so hard for me to, I love so many things that to narrow something down. Like when I'm like, it's like this focal point, like it was just so much pressure. It took me forever forever to decide on the one thing I decided to do which I'm gonna love but it's this beautiful tile and sacks and it's really pretty mid-century it's like a concrete and then and on the concrete there's these huge concrete circles I'll have to show you a picture of it but I'm like is am I really gonna literally drill a hole through these beautiful tiles and put a tv no I don't think so that would be nuts but I do want a tv in there so I got on Amazon And started reading all these reviews about projectors, but like portable projectors that you can also use and not have to wire. Like, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to do the screen, but the screen Mm -hmm. can mount to the ceiling where you don't see it at all. Like in my guest house, but then you push a button and it comes down. Those screens are only like 300 bucks. Yeah. It's not bad at all. Uh And so the projector was $250. It had five star reviews. And they make stands for it. And so you just have to put it on a coffee table and point it at it. I pointed it at the freaking wall and it looks amazing. What? And the sound coming out of this little thing, which you can Bluetooth it to like, you know, speakers like home theater speakers or whatever. Mm -hmm. But the sound coming out of it is so good. I don't even think I'm going to have to.
2: That's insane.
1: Like, I'm not a big, like, I don't need a big home theater with 4K and all that crap. Like, I could care less. But like, it sounds really good and it looked really good. And so I'm thinking it's going to work great. And, but like when I put it on the, and the fact that you can like take it outside and put a sheet in the yard, like it actually looks really, really good. And there were quite a few, but I went with this one and so far I am loving it. It like, I put my Roku, you know, I love Roku. I'm the Roku queen and I got a Roku stick to put in it and Uh you just do everything from there. That's amazing. It's freaking awesome. So I will put that up and I'm just absolutely in love with it.
2: I feel like I could do that in my rec room instead of the TV because the wall's
1: so big. Totally. Genius. Totally. You should absolutely do that. And yeah. you know what else? I actually just ordered as, um, I've been taking elderberry. Oh, yeah. But my, I went to, I go to La Jolie Spa here. The, oh, you do? So, so do I. You. To the doctor is what we call her. Um, and she's awesome. I, I actually love her because she's really into wellness. Mm-hmm. And she asked me if I was taking zinc. And I said, no. And she was like, you should be taking zinc. I said I do sometimes in some, and she was like, "It needs to be under your tongue, the drops mm-hmm. you put under your tongue, every supplement you're taking, that is how you want to to, to get it to absorb." Because I was like, "Oh, I take vitamin P." She was like, "Is it under the tongue?" I'm like, "No," and she goes, "Get it to go under the tongue." She was like, it, "It just, you absolutely will absorb more." But she said zinc is really good for our skin, and I didn't know that. I can see that, yeah. She said it is one of the best things that we can take for our skin. Okay. Zinc's great for you. It's good for your immune system, too. I know. wonder what I, she thought it was. It thinks it's so good for the skin. I don't know. She said I should be taking it. I believe her. She looks great. She looks amazing. <laughs> I know. I mean, she looks amazing. Yeah. She has to be 60. I don't know. She looks great. Amazing. I just love her. And anyway, so I started taking it. She was actually telling me a few, but she was like, if you're going to take one thing, you know, I just, I would really like you to take the zinc. And I was like, great, I'll get it. So anyway, I did that. And she wanted to give me a uh, vitamin D shot. And I was (gasps) like, uh, that's not going to happen. But. I don't like needles. No, 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 and no, like, no. it doesn't hurt. I'm like, yes, Oh, no, does. no, 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 no. So I didn't do that. But she was like, vitamin D is just so good. And for some reason, Californians are deficient. In, and a lot of Californians are deficient in D, which is so weird. So weird. Because it's always sunny. No. But anyway, she just uh, highly recommended us all being taken D, under the tongue, and zinc. So I actually ordered that. And I'm going to start taking that, too. Get after your wellness life. I'm serious. <laughs> Browdia, <laughs> uh, Yeah. But anyway, that's what I've been doing. And I started taking a hair vitamin called Nutrafol. I've been taking Nutrafol. I've been
2: telling you about this for so long. Oh, did you think it works? I do think it works. What have
1: you noticed your hair doing?
2: I don't know. I, I just feel like my hair is a lot shinier. And you know how a lot, like a lot of people have problems with hair shedding? Mm-hmm. I do not. My hair really does not shed. And I think it's the Nutrafol. I want my hair to get thicker in the front. So you know what you should be putting on your scalp if you want thicker hair in the front, castor
1: oil. I've heard that is and that castor, true?
2: Yes, it's true. It's messy. It's so sticky. It's awful. But I, it makes your hair freaking grow. I used to put it on my eyelashes when I had the extensions, and they wrecked my eyelashes. They grew back so fast. And then I've been putting it. And is another one. Kirsten started putting it on her eyebrows. She grew like entirely new eyebrows. You never so, put it right here? No, just because it's so sticky. I've never and like I didn't want to get it on my pillow and stuff. It's just like a whole thing. But. Depending on how committed you are, I'm telling you castor oil works and you could put it on your scalp. Huh. I've actually got, when you get here, I'll give it to you. I've got like a hair leave-in conditioner spray that that has castor oil in it that you could put on your scalp. Okay try that but, but Nutrifol is great i do think Nutrifol makes your hair healthier and like i really like like kirsten will like run her hand through her hair and like it'll just come out and like i feel like a lot of people have shedding problems where their hair's like on their clothes and in the shower i do not yeah, have I do that. that mine does that
1: i don't Nutrifol. that's crazy okay well i started it the thing i hate about it is it's four freaking pills a day is i know this. so i usually take two In the
2: morning when I eat my banana or whatever. And then two, whenever I have my later meal, I like to take it with food.
1: Okay. And you think it's the best hair vitamin? I do. Really? Uh
2: Uh-huh. And you know, they have one, they have two formulas, ones for mature women, and that might be the one you need.
1: I know. And I didn't get that one and I did not know about it and really see it until I went to their second website a second time. And I think I'm going to reorder that one. So, um, yeah, you need to get the one for mature women and let us know how that one is. Okay, cool. Because I you know what? When I used to take just plain biotin, I would take there were really small pills, but I would take three and it was like a thousand something milligrams or whatever. Uh-huh. And my hair would grow like crazy. Yeah. The but,
2: key to the key to anything like this is you have to be consistent. And, you, and it does it takes about three months of using it before you start seeing any kind of difference.
1: Uh-huh. It's the four pill thing. Like it's so much. A well, lot, I don't know. And I need to start taking calcium because I'm old for my osteoporosis. Can like, you just get a multivitamin that does all the things at once? I'm not sure. <laughs> I feel like I've because heard she also that. told me I should be taking calcium plus magnesium and all this that, stuff, yeah. uh-huh. and I'm like, ugh, like okay, what do I need to be taking? Just tell me. Yeah, but like I'm not a big pill person. Like there's they're, they're so either. big. I know. I feel like I'm like, it's crazy. But anyway, I'm going to stick it out, but I'm going to order the mature one. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Okay. Well, I love all this beauty talk and I have some more products to talk about too, but we'll do it next week. We'll save it. I'm literally falling asleep at the table. Okay. Well. I am so tired. And I got to rally because in two days I'm I'm heading to Lollapalooza. I that's, cannot believe that. It's nuts. See you there. <laughs> I feel sorry for Astra.
2: She is fine. I got sent a video last night of her going to Sonic with her best friend Reese and getting a pup cup. So Astra is just fine. <laughs> I-, I can't believe you're not exhausted. I'm so tired today. Today it's bad. Wow. I know. Anyway, love you, stoners. Anyway, I really hope that, um, you know, this will be this will be live, I guess, on Thursday. But I hope I get to see a bunch of stoners at my show
1: Thursday night. So hopefully we're all partying our hearts out right about now. Yeah, that'll be really, really super fun. But yeah, I'm tired just thinking about it. So I'm going to (laughs) go chill in my bed while I have the chance before I have to get on an airplane. So I love y'all. And we will talk to y'all next week. See y'all next week. Later, Stoners. Bye.
0: Hey, guys, I'm Alana Dunn, and I'm the host of Seeing Other People. As an early hinge employee, a modern dater, and now a fiance, I know the dating world maybe a little too intimately. I'm here to make you feel less alone in your dating journey, whatever it may look like. Don't have a date for tonight? No problem. Whether you're looking for love or just want to laugh and commiserate with others, tune in to seeing other people as we explore the roller coaster that is the ever evolving world of dating. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.